you know what though? I got to say that I was trying to like come across as more sympathetic and empathetic, I guess. Is that a word? A couple of years ago. Oh, trying to change my mindset about stuff. And I used to like pat people on the arm or pat people on the back. I don't know if I still do that or not. Do I still do that? I don't think I do. You never touched me. I'm not a toucher. What are you talking about? I touch you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you do. (laughs) I rubbed my penis on your leg the other day. You did? Yeah, I did. Remember, we we went in for a hug and I like like long stroked your leg. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It happened so often, I just forgot about it. Hey, this is Alex Sturgeon with the Hobbytown Hobbyplex in Omaha, Nebraska, the original. And uh, with me, as always, the original uh, Will Brinton. And uh, we're here to talk about uh, mostly the techno series this week, kind of our techno series breakdown. We had another big turnout and uh, a lot of fun this weekend. As always, this show is brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. You can find them at pivotlending.com. Mention our show to uh, Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad, and you can get yourself a $500 lender credit or 0125 off your interest rate if you go through with a uh, home loan or a refinance. Hey, just real quick, um, I want to go over um, some stuff that came in the store today. What's new? Ooh, what's new? Yeah, this is kind of a, a, a impromptu what's new. Here's the thing. Mondays are my what's day off. What's new? Mondays are my day off, but I, had, I, I, I still look at my Facebook feed, and I still... Um, uh, kind of know what's going on sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, sometimes, sometimes. So we got in just now a Savage X. Ooh, that takes me back. Yeah. An HPI Savage X 4.6 big block. Oh, really? I didn't even know that HPI was still around making stuff. Do the parts from the old ones still fit on it? Like a T-Max oh, file? That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, that would be nice. I remember the Savage being really time-consuming to work on. Yes. Because you had to take the whole side out of it, off of it, to get the yes. engine out. Like, so, so you'd have a guy with the blown clutch. Yes. He's like, it's not like four screws, it's like 50. I I have a list of cars that I despise working on, and, and one of them on the, was very high on the list was the Savage X. Yeah. Um, how many times has HPI been sold? Because I remember I at the convention one year when you and I were there that they had an HPI booth. And I, I remember walking by going, huh? HPI. And I walked in there and it was a totally new person. And he was telling us about how things are really going to get rolling for HPI again and blah, 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 blah. And then yeah. like six months later, nothing. And then it happened again. And uh, to be honest with you, Whenever we can get our hands on them, we do order in like the uh, sprint kits, the sprint two. Yeah. Because they've got some cool bodies for them. And it seems like my thought was they were trying to get those out because they were trying to get stuff that they could sell, could turn around and sell, build up some cash flow, and then maybe go on. Because remember at one time, H- I think the downfall of HPI was they had a book of cars uh, at one point. Yeah. That was like this big. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's my kickstart. It was like thick of different cars that they had. Mm-hmm. Cause like their man, like their dealers, man. Yes. It was huge. Yeah. They had, I, I, I felt like well, they almost had too many. Cause a lot of them were just repopped versions of somebody else's car with an HPI sticker on it. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, Traxxas used to have that big manual. Well, too. they still do. Uh, but at least but their like, stuff sells. Yeah. No, I, I, I hear, heard that. Um, but like uh, HPI. Okay. So I remember like they, I, I think it was when I was in high school still. Uh, it was when I was working at the store um, full time or whatever. And they came, HPI came in and they had, they gave us a fifth scale. They gave us Savage, like all these demos, Firestorm, Nitro Firestorm. Um, there's like some other, other ones. Mm -hmm. I think even like HPI micros, um, to demo and, uh, you know, the whole, they had, they had an eight or they had a hobby town exclusive vehicle. Uh, it was Firestorm. was it the Firestorm, yeah. the electric brushed one that came yes. with the battery and charger? Yes. Okay. And uh, and it was all like 2.4 and everything was like revamped. And it was, it was like a, a really cool deal. And then it's just like the, the, the floor fell out from under the whole thing. And I never really did find out what happened. But well, uh, it was like it seemed like it was going to work really well. Like the whole thing, the margins were good and. And they just didn't make a go of it. A Hobby Town for a long time. So we, we Hobby Town was trying to get their hands on a ready to run truck or buggy for under two hundred dollars. Oh yeah, that they could carry in the store, and that's kind of where Helion kind of came from. Mm-hmm. And uh, but before Helion, they tried it with that Firestorm. So we got. Yeah. It. I remember we got it on it. It was a decent truck. Yeah, and, but it was right at the end of the HPI run, and then all of a sudden HPI went away. Yeah, that and then they had. Uh, remember the S Max? Wasn't that a Hobby Town exclusive? The Sport Max. I th- it was that two wheel drive. Uh, uh, what was it? Two wheel drive uh, T Max. Was it a hobby? Was it a Hobby Town exclusive? I thought it was. A I hobby did a. Town you know, I did a. Uh, I did a write up for that truck for uh, for Hobby Towns magazine. Oh really? Back in like two thousand two or something like that. Two thousand three. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So the HPI thing, I don't know. I I saw that today, and I was like, wow, I didn't even know we ordered that. Um, so if you're an HPI fan and looking for that, I know we've got spur gears back in, because that was the big thing about, I felt bad for Savage people. They'd come in, and I'd be like, man, I don't know what to tell you. We don't have any parts. Yeah. And then I found some, uh, some spur gears a little while back. Yeah. There was guys on that website, like breakyourtruck.com or whatever. You mm-hmm. remember that? Yeah. The basher thing. And, uh, I think that, what was it? The Savage was like the most durable of all the vehicles. Yeah. But it was just a pain in the butt to work on. Yeah. Like it was literally a built like a tank and you had to work on it like a tank. Yeah. Like it had to come completely apart to get to anything. There was an era there where, where a lot of the ready to run stuff was not very easy to work on. Yeah. I mean, the T-Max generally has never been easy to work on. The Revo is terrible. And yeah, the, the Revo is probably wor- yeah, worse than the T-Max. I think, it's worse than a, I think the Revo is worse than a Savage to work on, in my opinion. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah. So if you break so. if you break something on the... If you break something like a bulkhead on a Revo, you got to take mm-hmm. the whole truck apart. Mm. They're like buried in there. Yeah. Or trans- heaven forbid you break something in the Revo transmission... What? Ugh. There's just those eight screws on the bottom in there, and it lifts uh, out. Then you got to do the cups and the. Got to get all the crap out of the way. 
the linkages. If you're doing the nitro one, you got to get like the brake linkages, the the extra linkage things or whatever. And you should just take the opti drive and throw it in a river. Yeah, that's true. Um, hey, David Olson's on here. Speaking, hey, of, David. Speaking of pivot, uh, what did we? We also get in the low CB mini uh, mini B rollers. So they're, they're, oh, the, really? they're the mini B roller with a clear body and a couple of the like more sought after upgrades on the car. So Emerson may or may not be getting one of those for Christmas. Put it that way. Unless we sell out. I wish Associated would we get back into the mini market. Dude, Tiny Tuesdays has been fun. We've been getting more than 20 entries now for the last couple of weeks. I'd come up what, probably once a month or There's something like four, to do that. Four, four or five heats. Mm-hmm. It's been It's been a good time. That that would that would just take me back. You yeah, know? we use the whole track. We don't make it near as intricate as a as a Saturday, mm-hmm. um, but we still have you know a couple jumps out there and some sort of washboard section, and um, it's a blast. If Emerson, if I get Emerson this, and then I'll take his car and and make it mine, then we'll have two. Yeah, that'd be cool. That will be cool. And then what else did we want to talk about? Real quick, there's uh um so you know the new Max, you know about that? There's a new one. So yeah, so here's the deal. So uh, Traxxas um released a new version of the Max. It's a little bit longer and it has the wide Max on it, and uh it got leaked that places in Europe already had it. Oh no! Before they actually announced it, so the Traxxas Facebook pages and stuff were going kind of crazy. And then, and then you had um, uh, people were calling into Hobbytown. Like I looked at the uh, the Hobbytown management page. We've got our own like private management page. Yeah, and I used to be in it. There was a lot of like, has anybody else heard about this thing? And blah blah blah. And 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 I was like, yep, saw it the other day on on uh, on Facebook. And so I saw. Uh, you know who Gary O'Brien is? Yes. So he runs. Is is this track four hundred five? raceway yeah in oklahoma yeah. oklahoma city he has the bigfoot race yeah the bigfoot race yeah, yeah. And an indoor he's a nice car- guy yeah indoor carpet off-road uh-huh. he his store actually has some right now really so that i think that means that we'll be getting them very soon we're usually a day behind so because of our shipping zone i think we're usually a day behind so it would not surprise me if we get one in tomorrow can you ship them as soon as you have them or is there a leakage issue i don't I don't think this one's going to be one of those where we get them and we got to hold on to them and wait. I think I think when we get them, we can sell them. Hmm. So I'm going to uh, um, if I if it does come in tomorrow, I should be able to do an unboxing on it. Yeah. So that'll be really good. Yeah, that'd be cool. And that that's about it for what's new uh, that I can think of. Uh, there's I just took some pictures today. Oh, speaking of what's new, my son Emerson, remember him, right? Uh, yeah. He went in for an interview today. Where at? At Hobbytown. Oh, really? Yeah. Mr. Emerson will never work at Hobbytown? Yeah. He used you as a reference? He did. Uh, so he's hired. Oh. So he will probably be working on Mondays and Saturdays because those are days that I don't work in the store. And uh, so you going to take the trash out? Exactly. I told him, I said, dude, uh, first off, if you do ever work when I'm there, and I tell you to do something and you give me that face that you normally give me, like I'm I'm gonna let Ken know because <laughs> he's your boss, not me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Ken. My kids just not working out.
I got to ask you a question. Did you did you sleep yesterday? Uh, or I should say, how late did you sleep yesterday? Oh, uh, noon or noon? eleven, That's something not too like bad. that. Because I I didn't get home until two thirty. Yeah, I don't remember yesterday at all. Yeah, I uh. So we'll get to it here, but um, I didn't. Well, I texted you. I texted you when I was going to bed. Yeah, what time was that? Hold on. I think it was my, like two two thirty. Get into my texts here. Yeah, don't read them. <laughs> don't read that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, about two thirty in the in the morning. So um, uh, you I don't ne- think I went to bed until like three thirty. No, I know. Uh, <laughs> I slept until like four p.m. yesterday. I, I, I tried to wake up because I've been watching Star Trek Discovery and I wanted to take the day off and just, just try to get through as many episodes as I could. And mm-hmm. I, 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 I made it through about at like 11 or so. My wife got me up. I made it through like a half hour and then I fell asleep on the couch and I didn't wake up again until like four o'clock. Hmm. And, uh, and then I still today even, I like woke up my regular time, 9 a.m. in the morning and I felt terrible, like throbbing headache. Went back to sleep. I didn't really wake up for real until about one. You had a nitro nitro hangover? Big time nitro hangover. I don't really get the headache anymore. I get like my body has like no drive. Mm. Like Yeah. Yeah. Like I just I just feel like silly putty. Yesterday I was not lucid. I mean, I was just No. I was out. That's of it. me. Yeah. Yeah. Doing better today though. Yeah doing a lot better i got some i'm wearing a pair of pants that i got from the vault of my clothes from a while ago hmm. that's a good feeling oh yeah because you're you're like thinning out yeah I, I was pretty proud of that like because i just like i bought these and then i got fat <laughs> i only wore them like like two or three times so i was like yes clothes again saturday made me feel like i needed to buy a go buy a pair of jeans yeah, I haven't wore a pair of jeans in a long time. I haven't had a good pair of jeans in so long that I, I, when it gets cold out, I have pants, but I want like, like an actual pair of jeans again. Oh, I blew a bearing. And gas truck? Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Front front wheel bearing. Yeah, I think. Yeah, she sounds kind of crunchy, crunch, crunchy monkey up there. Oh yeah, and then one more thing uh, before I move on. Do you remember me whining and complaining about the dirt oval thing? Yeah. So, uh, for those that are watching, I was kind of, I was kind of, um, I was kind of grumpy at the end of the night, Saturday, uh, Sunday morning, because I had it in my head that we were racing dirt oval the next day. I could have swore we were racing dirt oval the next day. And, uh, um, so I pulled a bunch of pipe and got it ready. Cause I was going to come in at like 6am with the tractor and just try to work it in as best I could. I got home and I started thinking about it. I'm like, I better double check that schedule. That's just messed up. And so I double checked it. And sure enough, Dirt Oval is next Sunday, or or this coming up Sunday, the nineteenth. Yeah. So I'm stupid, and so remember I texted you, and I'm like, I am so happy right now that I can just go to sleep, and that's it. I don't have to wake up. Yeah. If so, I didn't have to work on the Dirt Oval tomorrow, I'd be so so happy. happy. So yeah. So all those guys that I told the track was closed on Sunday, I, I'm sorry. It wasn't. But. uh I don't know, man. I'm just starting to I'm I'm starting to like just be out of it every once in a while. Okay, moving on. Did you see uh uh Ronna Folk? Where did he go? 
Miyoko, uh, Mi- Mi- whatever that. Oh, Miyako. Miyako. That's cool. I could I could kind of see that move coming. I guess as as much as he's involved with that, uh, the no the no name RC podcast. Yeah. Uh, stuff you know, and how involved with anything that JQ does they are. So yeah, um, which is fine. You know, uh, I'm not knocking it or anything. I think it. I mean, they need somebody like that to help develop the car. You know, I have a question because I I'm I'm kind of out of it, and I want to. I don't know. I don't know where you're at knowledge wise, but has anybody actually ever seen, um, other than a pro driver driving it, has anybody ever actually seen one of those cars or even an infinity car off road? I don't know. I have no idea. Infinity, I thought was like a weird deal where like, it's just like a race team that they build their cars and they don't really sell them. I don't, I don't know if that's true or not, or they're kind of hard to get a hold of. Like, some some billionaire that just loves RC like owns it and he just like gives the team this car and it's just for them. I don't know. I think they would have to sell some, but you never see anybody with an infinity car and I don't even know where you buy one. No. So bizarre. Mm-hmm. Anyways. That's uh that's kind of the first silly season move for this year that that really is interesting, I guess. Yeah. You know? I thought there would be well, it's not the, it's not 2022 yet. You know, usually every two years is when you see the money moves, you know, right. the big moves, but, um, but do you think that, do you think that the whole, the whole COVID thing is still going to affect that? Cause like, like with, with it's, it's hard to say, for instance, it just depends on how seriously they're taking it. For instance, know? with Ifmar, say Ifmar, Ifmar just basically, it's like the last two years didn't even exist. Yeah. So we're, we're basically just that two year cycle of races. Now just starts over. Yeah, and do you, you know? Do you think like, um, uh, I mean, Roar kind of got back on track this year, you know, finally. But I mean, do you think that that would affect how the sponsorships are? Are they basically just gonna pretend like 2020 wasn't even a thing and then extend those contracts? Or do you think that that's I don't how? Know. That's how it might work. I don't know. This depends. I mean, it wasn't on the, that way with us. On the company, we, yeah, we still got our regular contracts at the end of the year. Yeah, I, I don't know. But for the big dogs, the ones that actually are getting paid instead of just getting right, product, you know, I don't know. Because you think you would, because you think you would, some of these hires would take place in order to get those drivers for the worlds that year, right? I would think so. I mean, ultimately, isn't that the goal? And so then if the worlds didn't happen, it, it, it would, would, the, would these companies try to just retain the drivers? If they can, yeah. Yeah. So I would think so. I mean, it just depends on how much development has happened, you know. I I have no idea. Mm. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I I almost feel like I can't really even talk knowledgeably about well, it. I wonder how I much really development know. has happened. If you can't be somewhere, if you couldn't be somewhere in person, say California, if you can't be somewhere in person for for a year, especially in I Cali, think, especially in California, I think the development would would skyrocket. Like during these times of no no rate during the times of limited racing, because mm. uh, I mean, hey, the tracks there. The company could rent the track for a week. Yeah. And nobody there, nobody's there. That's true. 
I mean, so there you have your, your social distance, uh, limited amount of people in a room. And then, um, the track still makes some money and, uh, the, the company gets to develop like exclusively, like with no, no issues of yeah. having anybody okay. see what they're working on. To me, that would be like the ultimate move. Right. If I was, if I was, uh, in that position, that's what I would have been doing, but I don't know if that's what happened or not. Super chat. We got a super chat. Ooh. Uh, David Olson. Uh, com. Uh, <laughs> any idea where the Reedy race will move and be held next? I'd like to see it move to other tracks. I, I don't think they're going to have it again. I, I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, it would be, uh, it'd be cool if they had it, uh, again, but, um, that race is a lot of work and there's already like a billion races. There's a big race every weekend. It seems like, yes, True that, but that race in particular, the Reedy race, all these places should be scheduling around that race. No, that's for sure. I'm yeah, no, that's for sure. But, um, like, let's say, let's say it was a travel race to different tracks or even different parts of the world. Like it used to, um, cause I mean, they used to have the Reedy race in Japan. Yeah. But they had it in Japan once out of necessity. And didn't they have it in Europe? No. Yeah, they did. They, it, but it was the on-road one. It wasn't the off-road one. The off-road one was always in California, and it was always at, at some California track. It was in, um, it was at SoCal Raceway a long, for a long time. This was before it went away because off-road. Remember, off-road had a little little hiccup there in the early two thousands where nobody was racing ten scale off-road very much. Yeah, and so the prestige of that race sort of wandered off, and then it came back in two thousand eleven. But it used to be at SoCal. It used to be at M&M Hobbies. It used to be at um, uh, uh, this track, Hobby something. I think it was at Race Prep once mm-hmm. or twice maybe back in the back in the early 90s, late 80s. I mean, it was always a California coastline sort of thing. So I think it was Sacramento once maybe. Hmm. I don't know. But I mean, the pro- I think the problem right now is this in California. California just didn't ma- just did another mask mandate, statewide mask mandate today. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. And LA is a LA right now has all these rules and stuff too. Even though you know, I yeah, don't, I just learn uh, to swim. Yeah, right. I just you know. uh, I think that would be that's that's probably one of the reasons why is it 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 had to get shut down for two freaking years, and then OCRC is going to be gone. So. I don't know. I, I was thinking about it. I don't like me personally. My, I loved going to Huntington beach and spending a couple of days at OCRC club racing mm-hmm. and having that be, that was one of the best vacations I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Emerson and I spent a whole week out there and in between race days, we went and saw sites. We did cool stuff. And, uh, you know, now I don't know. We had fun I, when we went. I have no reason to go to California now. Yeah, I I kind of agree. Like mm-hmm. I don't have a reason to go out there. Yeah, if you're an eight scale racer, you're going to have the DNC at least. Mm-hmm. If they had a big gas truck race at like Hot Rod, I'd go. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd still like to go to Hot. <laughs> you know, Hot Rod's a bucket list for me. I'd like to go to Jimmy Babcock's place. 
I'd race. love to, man. I'd I, love to race I wish gas they truck still there. I wish they still had their 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 deal outside. But they don't. They, they it's held at Rainman's, which is another cool track. You know, maybe maybe I'd like to go to there or or um Coyote Hobbies, you know, any one of those places. Just OCRC for me was was felt like a second kind of felt like a second home when you went there in a way. Yeah. We're always welcomed, you know. Uh the I, I always felt like I never felt out of place there. Yeah. You know. Uh so there you go, David. I me personally, I don't think you're gonna have it anytime soon. How much was the super chat for? Five bucks. Nice. Two fifty each. Two fifty each. Margie, put me down for two fifty, please. <laughs> hey, I made fourteen dollars on the uh on the techno live stream. Oh nice. The other day. On Saturday. That was great. Uh, oh, and then the last thing I want to talk about, speaking of California, so the Top Gun race was this weekend, and I saw Rinderneck got, uh, I think, fifth in both two-wheel drive and four-wheel drive. Nice. That's pretty good. Yeah. And it was the usual suspects, top three, Rivkin, Mayfield, and Cavallari pretty much. I think Spencer won two-wheel drive and Mayfield won four-wheel drive, and it was the traditional two Ryans and, and Spencer. Yeah. But then you had... Uh, um, Aiden Horn was there. Um, I think he got seventh in two wheel drive. I didn't see where he was in four wheel. Uh, Matty G, I'm pretty sure. I think he made the main running mod now. Nice. Yeah. That's where he should be. So that was pretty cool. I didn't really get a chance to see it, uh, cause we were busy obviously with the techno series and, and, uh, um, you know, like I said, I, I don't even think I existed on the planet on Sunday. Yeah. I was definitely just a, just a warm body. Yeah. Well, all right. Uh, do you want to take, you want to try to take an early pivot break and then we'll talk about the techno series and get into comments. Sure. And now a word from our sponsors. Yeah. This is a pivot lending update with David Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. This is David Olson with Pivot Lending Group. Today is May 10th, 2021, and we are going to be talking about temporary financing. Pivot Lending Group works with several credit unions, community banks uh, across the Midwest and on the West Coast, soon to be on the East Coast, that we're teaming up with to have an alternative to your traditional bridge mortgage. In a bridge uh, situation, you would be purchasing your future home, as well as retaining your departing property for a short period of time until that property sells. And on your home that you'd be purchasing, you would have long-term financing. And then once your uh, loan on the home that you sell gets paid off, then everything's a wash. Great programs, tons of great bridge programs out there. The downside to a traditional bridge is you end up in a situation for potentially one or two months, maybe longer than that, of having two mortgage payments. You have the mortgage payment on the property that you're purchasing, and then you still have the mortgage payment on the property that you bridged out to help you with that purchase. Teaming up with our financial institutions, credit unions, and the community banks on the temporary side, we can come in, lend the money to purchase the new home, and then bundle everything together on your primary house that you're selling on the new home, and put it into just one master note. And then you have one monthly payment on that master note. And potentially you can even have deferred payment 
to the end of the term, the short-term term until that house is sold. So really excited about that. It uh, gives you guys opportunities to come in and to put yourself ahead of the line with some of the other buyers because you can come in, contract quickly without a lot of additional conditions or requests with the seller. Makes you really, really attractive. There are some things that you have to have in order to qualify for it. You know, obviously equity is a big one, pretty strong credit and those sorts of things. If you have any questions on that program, feel free to give me a call, 402-881-5951, and we can walk you through and show you the differences between a traditional bridge loan and temporary financing. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277589. Pivot Lending, NMLS 109995. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program. So Will disappeared. And so he probably went upstairs in his house. But uh, I'm going to use this time to drink my kickstart. So hang in there. Am I back? Uh, yeah, you're back. Hey, pass me a kickstart. You missed the uh, kickstart opening. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, fine. I don't think we've done a traditional kickstart opening in a while. Oh, oh, it's good. Cold, cold and good. Uh, I just double checked the results. So um, uh, Aiden Horn actually got third in uh, four-wheel drive. Oh. That's Top Gun. Okay. And uh looks like uh I think Tom finished fifth in that one and I think it was uh I think I saw Davey Bada also running mod. Oh wow. Nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Some of those guys moving up. The winner is Okay, so here we go. Techno series. Let's get into it. We had uh two hundred and sixteen entries, one hundred and fourteen total drivers. That's the second biggest techno series race we've had now. Really? Yeah. And the last uh, the last one was the biggest. Yeah, two thirty two thirty nine, and then this one was two sixteen. And I actually went in and I compared last. Uh, I compared the November race uh, with Saturday's race, and I'm actually a little embarrassed because it shows that we actually started. We actually finished uh, basically the exact same time. But oh, there really? was, yeah, but there was like three more, there would have been three more races from the last one. So we did end up waiting for some people here and there. We did a lot of waiting. I know. I noticed. So, which I kind of thought was going to be okay. Um, because we didn't have as many people. So I was, I was kind of lenient on that, but still, I mean, we got done at 12, 26. Oh yeah. I mean, that's nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. That's actually pretty, pretty reasonable. Super chat. Um, we just got a super chat from Tomcat, which I believe is Nick Sneathan. And he says, nice. thanks for the rear arm Saturday, Will. Uh, you saved oh. Nevin's whole race day. Yeah. Yep. No and problem. That's, uh, that's because we don't have very many RC8 parts. Right. Or V3. What do they call that car? RC8 V3.2. Okay. Yeah, there you go. We don't have as many parts on that. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll. Not I maybe, can, but I'll, I can put together a parts list. Yeah, try to something. try to get me something so that we have the backup parts that people are going to need. You know, obviously we can't get everything for that car, but 
Yeah, there there has. I'm sure I could email like, you know, somebody in sales associated and just see what their top forty parts are. We know? just don't have the space. <laughs> That's, we don't, right. Like, we literally right. don't have space for all this stuff. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, we were even out of a techno part. Right. Emerson broke his front hub, and uh, we didn't have any. We were out completely out. Really? Yeah. It's something we normally carry. We just happen to be out of it. Wait, how much was that super chat for? Five five dollars. Uh, Margie put me down for five dollars. <laughs> Peter Renault says, uh, "Was that an Aiden Olson's dad live read?" Congrats, Will. That was that was Aiden Olson's dad. Yeah. Actually, I was going to say we need to get him in here that because that was May. It's now December. It's been a little while since he's come down here and updated everybody on the mortgage lending side of things. Did Peter Peter Renault gave us a super chat? Yeah, Peter Renault gave us. How, how much was that one for? Five dollars. Margie put me down for five dollars. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Uh, okay, so here we go. Uh, 216 entries, 114 drivers, and we had down to an F main and expert electric e-buggy. Expert electric e-buggy, the biggest class of the weekend. Wow. It's like 53 cars. Man, I feel pretty good about finishing where I did then. I, I, yes, you should. You absolutely should, and don't rub it in too much. I'm not. Okay. That's not my style. Yeah. It's subtle. Stay subtle. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, when we were going through the points, I left, I left, uh, I haven't deleted anybody off the point sheet yet. So if, mm-hmm. if everybody showed up and raced, that has raced these last two races, according to the point sheet, we would have 74 expert electric e-buggies. Oh my God. <laughs> Could you imagine? I bet the, I bet the next round, everybody shows up. God, I hope you're at, you're oh out, my God. you're through the holidays Beginning of the year, everybody gets the new Christmas stuff, and that's when they come to race. I'm I'm actually tempted to go to RC sign up and make everybody pre pre register. Oh, really? Yeah, because that would be a worst case scenario. Is if everybody that that's raced so far shows up in one big race day, mm-hmm. we would have over 300 entries. <laughs> yeah, and try to get that done, or or we just do one qualifier. No, which would piss that. everybody off. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I can't do that. So, um, okay. Uh, so let's start with Sportsman Buggy A Main, shall we? Shit, we shall. We had a uh, really good turnout in Sportsman Buggy. I, I enjoy watching these guys. These are just regular Joes. Um, you had uh, John Kinzer getting the TQ and the win. And I believe he wasn't there in round one. Oh really? I don't think I don't think I remember him being there. Maybe he was and he had a problem or something. I'll have to go back and look. Uh, but how about this? Logan Prismanis, qualifying second, finishing second. And for those of you guys that don't know, Logan is your two thousand six or seven summer series Plex spec champ. When he was like six years old. And that's when we were outside on the on the big outdoor track. Then Tyler Studer uh, qualified third, finished third. Uh, Bill Nichols was fourth. Art Lewis was fifth from the eight spot. Devin Wright was sixth. Uh, Lucas Chassau, Chassau was seventh. Ken Nickel 
was eighth. Eric Wunschel was ninth, and Tim Crystal uh, was tenth. His body came off in the middle of the race, and you know me, I don't, I don't let you guys run without a body. Yeah. Well, it's just kind of it's dangerous. Like if the marshal were to try to marshal that thing and touch the drivetrain, or yeah, you know. Plus, it's a roll. And, and your, yeah, and your and your car. Like, what if they, you know, uh, somehow manage to short something or pull a wire? Or, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just not a good thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, club racing, I'm kind of lenient on it, especially in Plexbeck, you know, right. sometimes. But for this thing, you know, I've I've pulled Seth Van Van Dalen off once for for not having a body on a couple years ago. Yeah, you know, I remember. Um. Okay. Expert. So we had uh, quite a few expert nitride mains. I think we went down to a D main or maybe even an E main. There's a lot of cars. Um, Bradley Peterson uh, got the bump, finished 10th. Caden Fuller made the main, finished 9th. Mitchell Pavel made the main and uh, finished uh, 8th. Chad Parks was 7th. Graham Hill got the bump and moved all the way up to 6th. Nice. Uh, Mace, Grandpa. Yeah. His name's Grandpa. Grandpa? I found out his nickname is Grandpa Hill. Grandpa Hill. <laughs> is there a story behind that? Um, I think it, he's just like one of the, the seasoned vets at his track. And people, uh, it, it takes him a while to get rolling into a race. So everybody started calling him Grandpa. Oh. And okay. uh, so I found out his nickname was Grandpa on Saturday. And I, let, I, I have not called him anything other than Grandpa. That's wonderful. You know what I just found <laughs> out? And I, I found out Jared Tebow doesn't like being called Tebow. Oh, I heard about that on the the what the no name podcast. I didn't know that. Yeah. I had no I, I had no idea. I felt I feel I've been calling him Tebow for ten years. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know any difference. So now I'm gonna call him Jared. So Jared, if if you're watching, I will call you Jared from now on instead of Tebow. Yeah, I always call him Jared. We're on a first name basis. I had no idea, so. Uh, Mason Herrick, man. Here's a good story. Got qualified fifth, finished fifth. Yeah. He was rolling. I mean, Mason's super cool kid. And he did really good in electric, too. We'll get to that here in a bit. But Mason Herrick with a solid top five. So, um, uh, did he get picked up by anybody yet? I I have no idea. I know he turned a thing into J Concepts because I I wrote something in on him. Yeah. So... Uh, we'll see if we'll see if that happens. And then college boy um, Ashton Abdul, mm-hmm. he uh, qualified fourth, finished fourth. Nice. And he just kind of lingers up there. He's he's really close to uh, to picking up a couple tenths of a second, and then being able to really run with these guys, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had the usual top three when they're here. Um, so you had Seth Van Dalen getting the TQ. Um, he ended up finishing third. Jared mm-hmm. Tebow qualified second, finished second, and Mason Fuller uh, actually qualified third, and uh, and ended up winning the race. Nice. Mason's car in nitro looked very quick, very comfortable to drive for Mason's driving style as well. The two techno cars didn't. To me, they looked they looked hard. They looked really hard to drive. Mm-hmm. And I read Jared's um, race report on Facebook, and he kind of he kind of said that same thing. He's like, in in Nitro, his car was was tough tough to drive fast, and yeah. it, when it was uncomfortable. And I think that ju- that just happens because our track just builds up so much grip. Yeah, 
And, and like you wouldn't think so because the doors are open. It's cold, you know, mm-hmm. and in uh, our track, it, it it always builds up grip throughout the day, but but especially in the nitro series. Yeah, it's it's bad. It is awesome. Like my e buggy was doing wheelies coming onto the straightaway in the main. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Well, and a couple of you guys, <laughs> just like giggling. A couple of you guys in gas truck could do wheelies. Almost my on car com- flipped over backwards yeah, doing a wheelie. Basically on command. Yeah. So <laughs> I I was running the, all the most horsepower out of the top three. I had all of it. <laughs> Just you know, last year I wasn't really sure if Mason and and Jared were going to be there the whole time for points, and they were. They 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 only met both of them only missed one round. I think I think January isn't there a, a race time race. The same weekend as us, or the or weekend after, or something like that. I'm not sure. So, because I'm not sure, you never know with the pro guys because they've got other obligations to go to. So, but as of right now, Mason and Jared are tied again. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, uh, Jared's got a TQ in a second, and Mason has a TQ in a first. So, uh, if it ever went to the second tiebreaker, Mason would win that tiebreaker. Mm. So. I'm pretty sure Seth's not going to make them all. I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure about that. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see because uh, last year they both made four out of five. So um, if if the stars line up again, you know we might we might see that battle come down to the end again. Um, then you got Mini Truggy and uh, Drew Rubin King. Uh, he's got his VT64 rolling really fast. I wouldn't say he's untouchable, but. It's he, it's pretty fast. Oh yeah, he's driving it really hard and really fast. And what I like to see is uh, Emerson wasn't in this one. He had a really rough day. Actually went home early. Um, but Logan Prismanis again. Logan's driving really well. And, and oh, that's for sure. And so uh, he finished second. He was only um, eight seconds off. You know, Logan. There was a little time there because I've known Logan a long time and his dad. There was a small amount of time there. Where it didn't seem like Logan was interested in racing for a little while. Yeah. And and now he's he's at the Plex almost every day. Oh, really? He works for us, but he's also there almost every day working on something. Where either whether it's a uh, whether it's a Gundam or his Mini B, you know, or or his his gas stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, he's definitely got the goods to be able to drive fast and drive consistent and finish in these uh, podiums. And I think he's having fun doing it now too. Mm-hmm. Sean Van Dalen, your, uh, your winter series, uh, truggy champ from two years ago, um, qualified third, finished third. Uh, dang gangler was back, uh, finished fourth TJ Williams. He's looking really good with that mini truggy. It's kind of cool to watch. Um, finished fifth, uh, Conrad Bizey had to bump up, but he ended up finishing sixth. Bryson Pavel was in there, seventh. Ronnie Went qualified eighth, finished eighth. Jordan Cortan was ninth, and John Haas uh, was tenth. John Haas making another main too. And remember, there's uh, there's three uh, three different uh, heats of these guys. There was almost twenty trucks again this time. John Haas says my truggy was a dump truck after getting punted two times in the first three laps. There's nothing like getting punted. I haven't gotten punted in a while. Oh, you got punted? No, I didn't get punted. I screwed myself up in my main. That's why oh. we're not talking about it, because I was in the B, so we don't get to talk about me this week and my terrible driving skills. Yeah. Dude, I had two I had 
both qualifiers, I was in the A main and I screwed up myself. I screwed mm. it all up by myself. Nobody, nobody screwed it up by me. Both, t- both, both races. The first one, I should have, I should have won that heat, and I made a mistake on the last lap and let you get it. And then the, yeah. Then the second one, the resort one, again, same thing. I had it, and uh, I don't know. That was, anyways. Uh, hey, we're gonna talk about gas truck. Okay, here, let me. Uh, I, I, I brought a beverage for a gas truck. Oh, there you go. To, to celebrate. It's a Michelob. Come on, man. You just got to see the lighter side of this. Okay, now I'm ready. <laughs> um, we, we have no video, but we have audio of you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, all right, all right. It's just everything broken right now. Oh. Uh, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. At least we got the core's light opening. <laughs> No, that was Michelob Ultra. I'm sorry. I like Michelob Ultra. Not as much as Coors Light, though. I think I like Coors Light a little bit better than Michelob. My dad used to drink Michelob every once in a while. He'd buy a six-pack of Michelob, and then he'd be watching football or something. and be like, Alex, go in the fridge and give me one of those Michelobes. <laughs> and it was one of those brown-bottled Michelobes yeah. with like the sleeve around it. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. That's what. That's what. Uh, <laughs> ask Margie. I bet you Margie remembers that. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Hello. Like my dad never really drank that much, but that was uh, that was one of the things he would get every once in a while. So, hello. No, oh, he's frozen. We got his face and his beard. Yeah, he must be having serious Wi-Fi oh, issues. Man. Oh. Yeah. Well, anyways. Contrast that, anyways, back to the beer subject. Contrast that to what I do. Usually, it's either stuff that people have brought over, like I'm still sipping on your guys' blue moons that you brought over the other day. Oh, nice. Um, but also every once in a while, I'll buy one of those super awesome uh Smirnoff screwdriver things. Oh, yeah, sure. God, I yeah. love those. Those are so good. And then uh, I can't find it anymore, but uh, Henry's Hard Soda in orange flavor, those were delicious. Henry's Hard Soda. Yeah. Henry's Hard Soda is amazing, but I, I, nobody, I can't find it anymore. Casey's used to carry it. Come and Go used to carry it. Nobody has it anymore. It's really, really frustrating. My dad was a Miller Lite guy. Miller Lite? Yeah. You know, my wife and I, we don't. We don't really go out anymore, so we yeah, don't really exactly. yeah. drink a lot, but every once in a while. Primarily when I just go to a restaurant, and that's, that's yeah. the height of my drinking. There he is again. Every single time we yeah. try to talk about gas truck, my phone doesn't work. All right. Okay, so uh, you won gas truck. Yeah. Chad Parks got second. Mm-hmm. Wade Gehring from the sixth spot got third. Yeah. Were there any trucks in gas truck that was not ignite designs? I don't think so. I don't I think, think they're I, all. I think they're all the conversion kits, right? And uh, last round, the first round, we had thirteen total. At the end of the day, this round we had eight. So it's still what yeah. I well, I consider it to be a full heat. I do too. You know, um, Justin Steeby just got his rolling. He finished fourth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex Vanderbeek. Uh, he was, I think he was in and out with a flame out once or twice. 
ended up fifth. So Lucas Baker was uh, was sixth. Brian Kiever was seventh, and Riley Filbert was your TQ. And Riley, Will, and Chad were all just going back and forth for about the first. Will, how long were you and Riley and Chad going back and forth for? Was it the first pit stop? Yeah. I feel like Riley broke out relatively early, didn't he? It was after the first pit stop. It was after the pit, first pit stop. So, uh, what did Riley end up breaking? Do you remember? He broke a ball stud and the outer hub on his truck, and that thing went went flying down the straightaway, like just tumbling. Yeah, it hit the it it hit the end of the straightaway really hard, and that's when it was kind of kind of broke. He said the tune on his engine was bad, but I don't know. I don't know. He looked like he was going fast. I. I had a I had a hung clutch shoe all all day. I didn't get it fixed until the main. I one of my clutch shoes like it the shoe would just always be out, and I didn't. I thought it was engine the whole time, and so I put a new spring on it. And I had a race car for the main. Yeah. Don't don't you think though that that's I remember that being the hard part of gas truck in general was just finishing the race. That's a big part of it. Like you know the the. The cars have a lot of power for the size they are. I mean, they're they're faster than an electric, I would say. But the the thing is, is if you don't have the tuning right, the power comes on very unpredictably. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it it'll just like start pulling, and you're not ready for it, and it's just going. You know? Yeah. I think I think that. From what from my vantage point, what I saw between between the driving styles out there was was Riley was kind of throwing it in corners, maybe a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. And I think I think you and Chad and and Wade, you're a little bit more conscious of keeping the truck in one piece. Yeah, yeah, you, know? you got to take care of the truck. Yeah, like as much as I'd like to just start throwing down heaters. Like, and I did that in the last little bit of the main when I had to catch Chad. Yeah. Because at that point, it, like, didn't matter. Because, um, uh, well, okay, so I'll tell you a little bit about, the, like, the pit stops. Like, okay, so, like, we come into pit. I think I was in second or third when we pitted. I I was in second because Riley followed me into pit lane. And then uh, Jackson picked my truck up. Um, oh, I saw that. Dropped my truck. Drop my truck in pit lane, then drop my fuel bottle, and fuel goes everywhere. <laughs> and then he puts it up on pit lane and puts gas in it, and I go out and I follow Chad right out of it. Yeah. Like, if we didn't, if that didn't happen, I would have had, like, a six-second lead, like, coming out just, just by a pit stop advantage. Yeah. Um, so, come out of the, coming out of the pits, um, Chad and I are bunched up. Riley's behind us, and we're all bunched up again. And um, Chad or uh, Riley was following me down. The, well, no, I I had I must have had a little bit of a lead on Riley because I crashed trying not to run into Chad on the triple. And my truck like like cased the jump and went over forwards, and then um, it was like he got kind of gifted like another five seconds back, and we we're right where we were. Right. And then Riley was right behind me then. And um, going down the straightaway, I don't know if he just ripped too much throttle or what, because I'm only pulling like half to three quarters throttle going down the straightaway usually. 
maybe maybe I'll go full throttle like a little bit at the end. Yeah, but I I can't pull that hard on it or it'll flip over backwards. Because I saw I so, saw you guys once or twice almost flip the truck back over just from throttle. Oh, I I did that uh, on the back back double. Was like, that you? That I thought that was Chad. Jump. No, I I did it on that jump onto the oval. Oh, okay. Like my truck landed and wheelied and just was upside down. Okay. That was you. All right. <laughs> I remember one of you guys. I'm like, wow. Yeah. No, that was me. Okay. Yeah. No, uh, we are, we are, I, I had my mind tuned up pretty good for the main, but, um, so anyway, that happened. And then, uh, Chad, uh, I watched the video today, um, coming on the oval, he clipped a pipe and I just drove around him cause I was, I was chomping waste like seconds. Yeah, on him there for like the last little little bit of that run. I think I I passed him at two minutes left, and then uh, then after that he was kind of close for a little bit, and then I think he made another mistake and it was kind of over. Mm-hmm. But I I only had like a thimble left of gas in my truck after nice. that race. Like there was like hardly any fuel left. Hmm. Like it was like I was like because I because I. Uh, like the last couple laps I pulled on it and it was like, I could tell it was kind of leaning out. And I was like, Ooh, yeah. it's gotta be getting low. Cause I, I must've used up a lot of fuel trying to catch Chad. Right. So yeah. it was um, definitely a race. Super chat. Steve RC gave, uh, gave us a $5 super chat and it says, uh, $5 for will. Uh, Margie put me down for five dollars. What am I up to? Like thirty dollars off of this episode? Yeah, right. I guess so. I counted. <laughs> I counted fifteen. Let's see, five, uh, ten, fourteen ninety nine. Uh, yeah, we we'll call it we'll call it seventeen dollars. Well, good job. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. They said racing wouldn't pay. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we got uh, uh, Truggy. There was an insurgence of Nitro Truggy guys because I've I'm because of the new Techno truck, obviously. So uh, last time I think we only had two heats. I think this time we had three heats. If you go through the finish, he had Robert Rinaldi finishing tenth. He had a mechanical problem because he was up there battling for the win, basically. Um, Parker Clemmy. Got the bump up and then finished ninth. And uh, he broke out at the 15-minute mark. But he was up there racing hard, too, um, just from the graph uh, that you get to look at here. I love this Live RC graph. Uh, Logan Prismanis with another um, good finish. He finished eighth. Um, Shelby Parker, uh, he was up there battling. And then, uh, from what I understand... Uh, his radio batteries dropped out of his radio. What? Yeah. He he pulled a sturgeon. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Like, you've done that. I told him that. I'm like, dude, I did that at Sean's track this summer. I like shook my radio because I was upset and my battery fell out of the bottom. Hmm. Uh, Ryan Dietrich uh, finished sixth. Matty Ostad qualified fifth, finished fifth. Uh, Jeremy Whiting uh, was fourth. Sean Van Dalen. Uh, had to bump up and then ended up finishing third. He had the new techno truck. 
Uh, Nate Sutherland with his best finish of the day. He's, I wouldn't say struggled in buggy, but he struggled in buggy, both of them a little bit. He, I think he was in the B mains for both expert and uh, nitro. Uh, but he got second here in this one. And he was, there was a battle between Greg, Nate and Shelby for majority of this race. And then it kind of, kind of, once the pit stops came through, because Greg can go 10 minutes, mm-hmm. it pretty much figured itself out at that point. I, I tuned Seth's engine, or not Seth's, uh, Nate's, Nate's in, engine for him uh, before the main. Nice. Greg Bommel, who's the, who's the returning champ from last year, uh, now has two, I believe, two TQs and wins. And a lot of it, a lot of it's just, uh, he's, a, he's a calm, collected driver, but also he, he's going 10 minutes. And if the race was thirty minutes long, he'd he'd pit. Uh, every everybody else would pit four times to his uh, two times. Yeah, it makes a big difference. All right, so there you go. So Truggy, we had uh, we had Greg Bauma with the win. He's uh, sitting really good in points right now um, because Jeremy Whiting finished fourth. Nate and Sean weren't here last round. Neither was Maddie. So, um, yeah. Uh, my points are on my phone, which I can't get to right now. So, but just off, just off of memory, I know that that's, uh, that's what was going on. Yeah. Uh, and then we get into our electric a mains. Um, I got to tell you after the nitro buggy main was over, the rest of this program is a piece of cake. Yeah. You know, you know, I'm, I mean, cause I was stressing out after what happened last month and, uh, you know, the, the nitro main was going on and it was like four minutes left. And I was like, all right, this is where that craziness happened last month. And then when it finished, it's just like this big weight lifted off your shoulders. Yeah. It's like finally. Yeah. And I, I, uh, I was using the parent child mode in lifetime. It's super easy to do. So any of you guys that run tracks out there, you know, if you have a big race, it, it, it's so easy to use now. Uh, Corey and, and the guys have it so simple uh to run two computers one as a backup while everything is happening that i think i'm just going to do that at all of our big races now no matter what yeah i i mean it's definitely a good insurance policy so uh and i mean i was using the old club race computer and it 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 it, uh it had no issues either so Mm -hmm. i think i think what used to happen because i i bought this laptop in 2017 and and we were having so many problems with lifetime working on, on our club race computer at the time, but our club race computer was on windows eight. And I, and once, once it changed to windows 10, everything's fine. We've, we have never had a problem since. So the, the club race computer is actually older than my laptop is. And we never had problems with it. So I think it had more to do with windows eight than it had to do with, with uh, lifetime at all for sure. Right. I'm sure. Um, okay, so sportsman uh, John Kinzer got another win. Uh, did not get the TQ sportsman though. E-buggy Sport, or sportsman e buggy. So John Kinzer uh, qualified second, finished first. Wade Garing qualified first, finished second. So they basically tie in points for the day. Tyler Studer with another third place um, got third in this one. John Haas from the seventh qualifying spot up to fourth. So. You want to talk about somebody that's been putting in some work? Uh, our local locals are doing really good. John Haas, he he practices every Thursday. He's there like clockwork. 
and uh, it's paying That's off. That's awesome. It's definitely paying off. Um, Justin Stevie from the tenth position, he had to bump up, ended up fifth. Nice. And if I remember right, I think I think he was up there for a little while battling for at least second or third. You know, he got that cool new paint job on his car. Have you seen that paint job? Yeah, it looks nice. It's really cool looking. Uh, Tyler Fleming finished sixth. TJ Williams in the main here finishing seventh. Tyler Kanine was eighth. Eric Wunschel was ninth. And uh, Tim Crystal, I think he went home, um, ended up. He took a 10 for the day. Um. And then let's get into expert. So our final race of the night was expert electric buggy, 10 minute race. And, uh, um, kind of the, kind of the opposite happened here with this one, as opposed to the nitro race, uh, Jared Tebow qualified second, but he sort of just drove away from everybody. Yeah. In e-buggy and Mason's car looked a little sketchy. And Seth Van Dalen was actually running in second for a majority of this race, um, but he got a he ended up with a weird problem that I never even seen before. We'll get to that here in a second. But uh, so Mason Fuller with the second, so they they tie in points, and I believe if memory serves me right, Mason had a TQ and a win last round, so he's got a one, so. he's got a one point advantage over Jared right now. Uh, Drew Rubin King from the nine spot. He got the bump up. I was in that lower main in the B, um, from the nine to the three. Yeah. I mean, that's a heck of a heck of a drive. Um, yeah. I was telling about how good his car looked in that B main. Yeah. Too. And he, what he did to it. He's like, I just don't have anything to lose. So I'm going to make some changes and try it. Like mm-hmm. awesome, man. It looks really good. So. Ashton Abdul with another fourth qualified third. Um, but again, I mean, anytime you got a top five with the amount of, I mean, we had 53 cars. Yeah. That's, that's more than they have at the Nats. Right. No, it is bigger than the Bucky Nationals. Yeah. I mean, think about that, you know? So, um, so still a top four is fine. Um, you know, he's, he's also balancing college and, and racing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Mason Herrick with another fifth. Another top five for, for him. And uh, he's kind of the lone wolf out there right now, I believe, from from Kansas. I don't think there's many, like, Hutch guys coming up this year at all. No, not that I know of. You know, we used to get we used to get Jeff and Cool and uh, Steve, um, Ken sometimes in e-buggy or nitro buggy. But I think he's the lone wolf this year, so. Yeah. And then you from the eighth to the sixth. Yeah. I was up. I don't know if I was up higher than that or not. Um, I was like moving through the pack a little bit there in the, probably the first three laps and I got winged coming up, uh, that, that roller like that after the triple or whatever, Yeah, you land and kind of come uphill through that. I don't know if you want to call it like a carousel upturn, mm-hmm. but, um, uh, I went to last and just kind of picked my way back up in yeah. front or, or forward rather. Yeah, but I was I was definitely catching the pack again at the end. It's nice to have. I like the ten minute races. You actually have a mistake like that. You know? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, Caden Fuller also a bump up from the ten to the seven. Nice. And uh, to be honest with you, I was kind of surprised to see him in the B. Yeah, I I was too. But um, you know, he bumped out of it. He ran a really clean B main. Yeah, him and. 
him and uh, Drew, you know, they just kind of got out front and kept kind of working together, you know. And yeah. then I think the last last lap is when they kind of start racing a little bit more. But um, they were definitely, uh, you know, kind of trying to move away from, every, from everybody else. At least it looked like that. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. You know, hey, we're both going to bump. Um, and if we can, we'll duke it out for who finishes for, for who starts ahead of the other one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Derek Wood, a rare Derek Wood sighting in, uh, on, on a nitro day, um, ended up, uh, finishing eighth and, uh, Seth Van Dalen. So this is the, this thing. So he finished ninth. Um, his, he was battling for second with Mason and his motor, he landed hard off of something. All of a sudden his car just started driving in reverse. What? And so basically, uh, the sensor board on the motor was bad. Went bad in the in the race. It went it went bad in the race. Wow. Yeah, I've, I've, never, I've never heard of such an. Issue. I have never seen that before in my life. I mean, I've heard of sensor wire sensor boards going bad, but usually your car stops. Yeah. But he he came off of the drop off, landed, and all of a sudden his car, his car stopped and just went whoop, right backwards. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Uh, so, but he was up there battling basically for second. I think, uh, I think if you go back and watch the video, I think I literally had just said, uh, Jared really needs Seth to finish in front of Mason when that happened. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then, uh, Alex Vanderbeek, uh, rare, uh, eight scale showing for him as well. Uh, qualified fifth, finished 10th. Yeah, I think he borrowed Bradley Peterson's it's e buggy. Yeah, I think something like that. Um, I know he lives in Lincoln now, so he's uh, he's even closer to us. So that's why he's been coming on Fridays as well, and uh, he started running carpet. You know, finally. So, but uh, but there you go. After a little hiccup there in the middle, we finally got ourselves figured out to talk about the techno race, and I'm I'm I'm. Uh, I'm happy. It, it's such a relief. I don't know why I stress out more about the techno series than any of the races we do. Yeah, I it, I think it's just uh, there's just a lot more controlled chaos, you know, like yeah. the making sure the cars are all ready to go before you drop the flag, and you know, the, the, it's a huge event. You know, I, we get more people for this than we do the electric series, don't we? Yeah, and there's only seven classes. Right. You know, for the summer series, there's nine classes and we usually have 170 or so. Right. You know? So you have like 60 more entries. Yeah. But I do. I really do. I put, I, I stress out more about the techno series than anything we do, whether that be the J concepts race, the pro tech race, the summer series, you know, the syndicate. It's just this, for some reason, I'm always, it's, I'm always walking on eggshells when this is happening and then when it's over with, I'm just, you know, it's, I'm on cloud nine cause we made it. And, you know, um, I, I think some of it just has to do with past incidents. Right. Yeah. Like people getting upset. Like we have had such a good run. For, I, I'd say what, five years now. Right. Of just, of not really of, of fairly drama free racing. And I, and I think because the techno series is more of an adult oriented crowd, 
I think that's why I tend to, you know, just not, I guess, necessarily worry, but you know what I'm saying? I do worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's more likely for tempers to flare. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, it was really cool to see a little bit of um, a little bit of pub online, like I did. Like for instance, uh, the No Name podcast uh, uh, shared one of Jared's videos. Oh, nice! And uh, Nitro Pro, I think they make fuel. Is that right? I think so. They they shared uh, they shared a picture and said that the race was no joke and that we get two hundred plus entries and we do it all in one day. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's kind of cool. I I kind of feel like we have some eyes for this race, especially we have some eyes on us, you know, in our facility. Oh, I think so. So, speaking of, I got a little work to do tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, like the, what? The track took a beating. Did you go walk the track afterwards? Yeah, I did, dude. I got it's pretty rugged. It's pretty rough. So, mm-hmm. yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on it a little bit. And then I got to get the oval going too, so. Yeah. Like, there's no dirt on the side of my car. It's all tire dust. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> hmm? Hmm? Oh, yeah? Do you have one? You want to go over the comments real fast? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Richard, Richard says, this, Richard's our producer in there. Uh, he says, Margie and I saw the Atlantis landing as well. They were on Cocoa Beach for the occasion, and uh, it did a flyby before landing. Oh, wow. Yeah, they were, uh, they, they, I forgot they used to live in Florida. Yeah, I, they were they were in Florida at the time in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're down there, you can just drive up the coast and get close. That'd be a weird coincidence if they actually had, if they had actually knew who we were talking about. Yeah. Like, what if? What if they're they were, like that guy? What if they were in the parking lot, like right beside him, and and heard him while he's doing this video, and then we talk about it here ten years later, and 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 they come in here and be like, "We remember that guy." Like that'd be so weird. That would have been so cool. Yeah. They should have. We should have just talked about it beforehand and pretended. Um, Steve RC says he picked up the RB10 yesterday, so he got the RB10. Nice. Which I'm actually thinking about getting one of those for the enduro next year. Yeah. Right? I think, it's gonna be, I think that'd be a good car. I think it would be. Uh, the stock tires that come with it, are they any good for carpet or dirt? Um, I think they'd get around on the carpet track okay, but you're definitely going to want, like, uh, you're going to want, like, a purpose tire. Like, that, that the tire that comes on, it's probably more, like, uh, like just kind of general, general use, like, pavement out in front of your house. The tire that comes on it is, is plastic. Yeah, it's not very so, good. I'd, yeah, I would, you're gonna want to put some race tires. Yeah, on I would. I would just take those tires and burn them off in the street. And yeah. uh, if you're gonna run carpet, just get some carpet tires. Just get some get some pre mounted twin pins, and swaggers. And and then for the dirt, just just get the regular tires that we always run on the dirt. Yeah, the stock tires are not. They're not very good for for what we do. Right. They're like yeah. they're like loose loose dirt like ball field dirt. You know what I'm talking about that powdery kind of loose stuff. Right. That's that's what they're going to be good for. Yep. Yeah, they're they're more for the guy that's just going to play with it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
Uh, John Haas says he slept till noon and took a nap. Uh, Riley Filbert says he slept till 1.30, got home at 3.30. Uh, David Olson wants to know what time I went back to bed after waking up at 4 p.m. I actually went back to sleep last night at like 11.30. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, I've, I've slept a lot in the last couple. Uh, John Haas says uh, nitro hangover is the perfect description. Yeah, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. It really is, unfortunately. Uh, is there Family Friday this week? Yes, there is. Last one. Last one of the year. <laughs> Steve says, I didn't want Alex to say we have a calendar. Did you look? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Bill Collins says, uh, Rana Falk said his first big race with the Mayako. Mayako? Will be the DNC will be the DNC, and that uh, Mayako is starting to deliver cars to subscribers. Yeah, isn't that okay? So you get a car and you like subscribe to like this uh, like online service, and it's like you pretty much like JQ working with you on the car. Yeah, right. I think so. Yeah, I mean that's a pretty pretty that's cool a- concept. Yeah. It's different. Nobody's ever done it before. Yeah. But I know. Yeah, exactly. Plus, it kind of guarantees uh, that would kind of guarantee you driving the car, right? Like, well, it, it guarantees that you're involved and want to drive it. Right. Um, it, it would, uh, and it kind of, it, it kind of keeps you involved. Like, there's no, it's harder to fall out of it. You know, for like, let's say it's somebody's first car, and that's what they decided to do is go that route. Yeah, like that involvement, like, would keep you in that vehicle. Yeah, you know. Super chat. Uh, we just got a super chat uh, from Tom Baker, five bucks, and he says the Plex is the best racing in the Midwest. Margie, put me down for five dollars. No, two fifty. <laughs> Uh, uh, 250 each. Okay, fine. 250 each. Um, Riley Filbert Riley says going to the Top Gun would be cool. Yeah. It would be a good one. Yeah. I've practiced there. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of more interested. I'm nothing against SDRC. I've never been there. Um, I, re- I remember when Travis Brock owned it. But I kind of I kind of want to like to go to Coyote Hobbies or, or uh, Rain Man. Like, yeah, those two tracks also look really cool. Coyote's the one with that big elevation change in the corner. Oh, really? Yeah, I think that'd be cool. That'd be a cool one to go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Griffith said, uh, said, thank you for hosting the Winter Series this weekend. Had a blast, even though I didn't get to stay the entire time. He had to go to like a, a uh, 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 party somewhere. Family Christmas? I think a Christmas party, like a company Christmas party. Oh, Let's see. We'd love to see David in. Also, Will is down for a total of, and then she just put dollar bags. I don't even know what that means. All the dollars. Yeah. All the dollars. Uh, let's see. John Haas says, my truggy was a dump truck after getting punted two times, uh, two times in the first three laps. And then he put sponsored guy too. dot, 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 who will remain unnamed. Oh. Oh. Elbows out. Uh good thing I don't race Truggy. Yeah. 
I do. I, I kind of want to get one again. I, I want to get one for Emerson, one for me. Like, I want to make it so that Emerson and I can both run mini truggy. Yeah. Maybe, maybe for the, maybe for the pro tech race or something. Yeah. Um, Peter Renault says that they just got firehouse subs. What? Have you eaten there? I've eaten there. What's the best flavor? I always get the meatball with pepperonis on it. Meatball with pepperonis. Okay. Yeah, and jalapenos. Jalapeno. It's pretty good. On a steak. Yeah, it's it's pretty high quality sandwich. I have never eaten at Firehouse Subs. Oh really? Yep. You'd like it. Okay. Next next time you're in Lincoln, we should go. All right. Uh, John Haas says the brisket is fire. And uh, nothing's better than a good slits rock gut. I don't, know. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. Oh, Schlitz? Schlitz? Beer? Oh, the beer? Yeah, yeah, okay. We were, <laughs> we were talking about beer while you were going back and forth trying to get on. Oh, yeah. Richard and I were. Uh, Peter Renault, did anyone ever go celebrate at Hooters after the race? Absolutely not. No, it's too late anyways. Yeah, but the Hooters here in Omaha, I'm not going to go to anymore. We, we've been going to Old Chicago. Really? After practice on Fridays. Oh, that sounds good. I like. Old yeah, Ch- you should come. I like Old Chicago. Yeah, it's it's the one that Jamie Scott and I always used to go to. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, we've gone there. Uh, Chad Parks and I and Jackson, and then whoever else we can get to go right. goes to Old Chicago after practice. They're they're open. They have great food, great service, plenty of beer. Like it's it's a great experience for everybody involved. Like they have plenty of staff. Uh, let's see. If anybody from Old Chicago is listening, give me a free yeah uh, calzone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see, Peter Renault. Um, do 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 do. Uh, he wants to know if I, uh, built a B six three or B six three D. Um, and I it was a D. I it's my dirt car. I'm still running my Schumacher for carpet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm sticking with the Schumacher, for sure. Um, I thought I did pretty well with it uh, last week, so I'm gonna stick with it. Yeah. Um, but the the new car I built is my dirt car. I wanted it for the Salt City race. Oh yeah. So I can race. So I can race forty plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Haas, thoughts on those VP Pro clay tires for the price? I'd think decent practice tire at least. And, well, so, uh, so I'm able to order hot race tires through, through our A main distributor. And I ordered a set of hot race clay compound tires because we couldn't get any, we couldn't get any, uh, gold ellipses for this one. And so I was kind of like going around and we were good on AK. We were good on Proline. We were good on, we had, we had gold barcodes and we had silver ellipses. And then I saw that that A Main, our distributor, A Main distributor, Jesus, A Main distribution had some hot race clay compound tires that looked a lot like um, Positrons, and so I went ahead and I ordered. I went ahead and ordered those, and we sold them. Um, I haven't got any feedback on on how well they worked or not. But uh, the thing about VP Pro uh, is just is just getting them in the hobby store, right? Because they they go through uh what's that what's that same same place as a gamma i think 
And so basically they just get sold to their um, team drivers in, 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 right. in air quotes. Isn't, uh, isn't that the company that copied tire treads? Yeah, every, all those all those guys copy everybody's tire treads. Well, I I meant kind of. Uh, I'll I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't want to get in. <laughs> uh, okay. So enough of that. Um, Mike Fuller says we run sensorless in one eighth. Um, I don't think you ever run slow enough to need the low speed smoothness of a sensored. Less chance of a failure that way. Um, yeah, that's true. I I run. I run mine without the sensor wire plugged in. So you, you know, run yours in hybrid, don't you? Yeah, no. I run mine completely uncensored now. Oh, okay. Because the when I I'm running the uh, the the Hobbywing uh, SCT eight scale speed controller, and it's it's um it's sensored setup. I I didn't like it. Like I could never get it dialed into where I like it. And then I tried the hybrid thing, and the brakes were funny. And when I when I just went to complete sensorless setup, car's great. So I've I've never messed with it after that. So I've I it's kind of like um I hear that a lot uh, when I ran my Orion RX8, same thing. I unplugged the uh, sensor wire. I never mm. I never did run it censored. Mm. It's just like uh when I had my old RX8 speed controllers, techno ones, I always cut the on off switch off and just tied the wires together because I never wanted the on off switch to you know, to break. It's always having something like that stupid thing happen. So you just avoid yeah. it. You just avoid it by, by, uh, being in front of it, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Anson Meyer says, um, firehouse subs donates a ton of their money to firefighters and EMTs in the state, uh, that the store is based in. And he also agrees with the brisket. It's great. So there, firehouse, firehouse subs. If anybody's watching from Firehouse Subs, uh, uh, send us a free Firehouse sub. Yeah, yeah. Send us a, a meat, free meatball sub with pepperonis on it and jalapenos. <laughs> I'll, I'll eat it. Uh, okay, that's pretty much all the chat. And uh, we talked about the techno series and all the good stuff at the start. So I think we're good. Yeah, we're all right. Sorry about my phone. No, you're fine. It's, I don't know uh, what's going on. It's We seem to be like, we need to whisper that we're going to talk about gas truck or like decide before we're on the app or something. Right. So it's like, it's like the FBI, like shuts my phone down. Yeah. Cause we're talking about gas. <laughs> truck. Uh, don't you dare. Oh, well. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think we're good. Um, I can't remember. Are we having a show next week? Next week we would, I think well, next, what's next, what's next Monday? Next Monday is the, 20th so we are okay we're having a show next week and then i think we're taking a couple weeks off are we yeah because then we got christmas christmas and then, and then new year's so well yeah the and we're not monday of the month or whatever. oh yeah that too and then we're not racing until uh the weekend of the ninth oh there's no racing on friday there's racing this friday yes but after after this weekend i don't think we race again until after the new year so I'll just try and try and make it up on Friday. Yeah, the track will be fun. It'll be the same track. Some so. stuff to try. I don't know, you buggy. That is. Well, see you guys. Sorry about my luck. Yeah, yeah, whatever. We got you on here. That's all that matters. We got. They can hear you. Bye. Right, see you guys. <laughs>